or white ladies and gents? What are you saying? Are we lads and lasses? Welcome to Dinner versus Tea. And Cameron, I think our accents give the game away. Maybe a tad. So, basically, right, the idea for this podcast came about when me and my linguistically challenged co-host had an argument about that meal that you have after lunch. As everyone knows, you have your breakfast, lunch, then dinner. Nope, it's breakfast, dinner, tea. But let's move on. You don't sound very convinced about that argument there. I'll just put that out there. Well, we must pe- be right people, over in the south. People weren't convinced about uh, Tories going to power, but look what's happened there. That's another topic for later on in the podcast. Right, guys. So I'm very aware, right, that my co-host Charlotte has had a very busy evening when it comes to the election because I'm sure that she's been in uni until silly o'clock in the morning trying to count votes. Go hot 1am. Now, I've... I don't know much about the whole experience of being part of... Was it, were you, is it counting that you were doing? No, it wasn't counting. Ugh, you, I, you were just I covering could, it? I could not have counted. Now, um, so basically, obviously, the university have Spark and have SR News. So I I was just... Cover, well, I was supposed to be cover um, writing articles for SR News and Spark mm. about the... like about the um election vote um counts. Yeah. So like for the North East, like Sunderland and stuff. But WordPress went down. So we couldn't do our job. So, so we just went home. <laughs> what, so you were so, so you never ended up getting anything done? Because WordPress was down we couldn't put any because it's like, oh, live updates are here. But there's no live updates because we couldn't put anything up there. Oh that's a pain. That so, is such a pain. Well, did you have a good night? It was fun. Yeah. We um we um the bought us dominoes, so we had lots of dominoes. Oh, happy days. Um, so lots of pizza. Um, we had lots of like cups of teas and coffees, and then we had lots of sweets and chocolate on the tables. In the absence of not being able to do the WordPress stuff, were you able to do any work? Yeah, so I did a um, see when um about four p.m. yesterday, I did some vox pops. Yeah. Um, talking to young people. Not asking who they voted for, but asking if they voted, if they voted or the voting, because obviously people do it later mm. on in the night. Um, and if they ha- if they are, what are the most important topics that are swayed their vote? Yeah. And that was interesting because most people say like NHS, Brexit, and the environment. Yeah. So that's why I'm surprised that um, Tories have won because so everyone's so for Labour. That is just like. It's it's because of the lack of voters. Definitely. It's um, you've got like a 90 percent turnout in the ages of sixty five and above, and then you've got like a twenty five percent and below turnout from the ages of like eighteen to twenty nine. So it's literally just the older generations outvoting the younger generations. But the issue is, the younger generations quite clearly want Labour in power, but it's just not going to happen. <laughs> the only time, this, Labour Conservative thing's going to swing in my opinion is when you've got this sounds really morbid but when the old conservative voters die like and more like younger people who like would have voted labor then take their place it's a generational thing and i don't think that it will change until generations change because people are stubborn like you'd never be able to convince a 75 year old vehement tory supporter that labor's better even if you had good facts and things like that because of their set in their ways, and they have been for X amount of years. That's a very, very intelligent side look of look. 
Oh, not just a pretty face out here, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm kidding. You are nice, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, um, no, I agree, but I also believe that, like, obviously, you know, people on Twitter are like, oh, my God, the Tories are in, the Tories are in. But then I, I bet the majority of them didn't even vote. Oh, yeah, it's true. Like, all I'm seeing is, like, personally, cause I vote because I believe that I should. Like, not even... I'm I'm not much... If I'm not a massive, like, feminist, like, yes, women, women, women. But, like, I feel like I have... I have to vote because, obviously, like, Emily Wilden was hit by a horse and all that history I'm not going to get into. But I just feel like I should vote and get my voice out there because I feel like young people aren't heard at all. Mm. I feel like, you know... People have always had the mindset at the dinner table, like, oh, kids should be seen and not heard. But I feel like I have an equal opportunity with the adults, essentially, because although I'm an adult... You're not, like, a full-fledged adult. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's like, although I'm an adult, I'm not an adult. Do you know what I mean? You're, like, halfway in between. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, some of us is heard, but not all of us. Mm, I get you. So I feel like I should vote, but I feel like if you don't vote... You can't complain about the Tories being in power because, yes, people have the mindset of, oh, well, my vote doesn't count because it's not going to make a difference because it's one vote. But if everyone had that mindset, nobody would vote. I know. You are right. It's a silly mindset to have. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. You you have to admit, in the current landscape of politics at the moment, it's just not what, like, it's not, it's not something that people want to get into. Plus... Let's be like let's be deadly honest. Like it's run by a bunch of pompous arseholes. Like and regardless of when I say when I say ran by, I'm not re- referencing any party. I mean politics in general, parliament, everyone who makes the decisions. None of them are under the age of like forty. You know what I mean? They've all got their own agendas that have been in the making for since the 1980s. It's not the 1980s anymore, and the way that politics works is to be able to become respected and then make decisions. You have to have that age behind you. And no one who is going to have the mindset that we need really in Parliament will have that mindset in there at the moment just because just of age. I feel like, imagine like someone who's 27 years old, who's got exactly what, like I say, no one knows exactly what the country needs, but he's got a good idea and he's in touch with the younger generations, but at the same time knows what the older generations want. That would be the ideal candidate to be in because he'd be able to relate to both. Well, That'll never happen because well, that's what everyone thought Jeremy Corbyn was like. No, no, because he's no, he's older. Like you. Yeah, but he spoke to a lot of the younger people, and he was like trying to be hip and down with the kids and stuff like yeah, that. And it worked, but the thing that hasn't worked is because he's known as an IRA sympathiser which if it's true I mean I've not done enough research so I can't comment on whether it is or not but if that is true it's fucked like nah like you sh- he shouldn't even be allowed to run you know what I mean so like the party that I feel more affiliated with has got this bloody terrorist sympathiser at the at the front of it and it's like well, what like what am I meant to do when you said about oh uh, I haven't I haven't done enough research on it so I don't know if it's true do you know what it is here's my opinion on it with what the Labour sees with the Tories and what the Tories see about Labour and all of that jazz, you can never do any research on it because mm. you'll, we want... The, the thing is, right, we are told what they want us to hear. Right? So, that we are told what they <clears throat> want to tell us. Yeah. There's never going to be research on it because 
it's said it now, and they're going to go, no one ever said that. Well, the research... It's will going to be very much, she said, he said, and we're never going to get the truth until it see if it happens or not. Yeah. It's, 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 at the end of the day, it was 50-50. They, they couldn't have done anything else. Like, with, I, 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 I can't explain. I really can't explain. I genuinely think that we were, like, fucked either way. We were... Like I genuinely, like I really believe. I think that the only party that would have brought considerable positive change is the one that had no chance, Green oh, Party. I was going to say Brexit Party because they've got no seats. <laughs> yeah, like Green Party is the, like I think that's the only party with like policies going. Like they're not the most economic party, which no one would vote for them. But like in seventy years' time when we're bloody living in the Sahara Desert and we're wading around in swamps because the sea levels have rose. Like, it's going to feel bad. I mean, I'm not surprised that the um, Sunland is still Labour because, um, obviously, we've got Nissan. But what I was surprised about is Blythe turning Tory. They need, um, I feel like they needed Labour more than anyone else. I was on my old Facebook this morning, right, and um, I've got some friends who live in Blythe, um, and they they posted, like, right, I don't know how I'm going to be living in this town in the future. I'm going to be looking to move. Like, on, genuinely, I'm not kidding. They were like, right, where should we move to? Anywhere Labour. See, everyone's trying to Blythe becoming Tory um, because, obviously, they were the first... They were the first... Um, area since uh, 1935 i'll add it's it's the first time they've been tory since 1935 i've seen i've seen the labor um mp talking about that but um they were the first to announce that they've switched to tory so they've got obviously got to, um conservative to have the first seat mm. but what i was surprised at was darlington turning tory yeah th- there's some there are some weird ones like i i just don't understand it it's um I've, I don't feel like it's I, I don't feel like it's now people voting it's not people aren't voting based on what their family are voting people aren't voting based on what their friends are voting people are now voting based on what they think like I feel like in the past and I've spoken to my um, I won't name names but I've got a pal who's recently voted Labour no who voted Labour in this election but he didn't do any research whatsoever his family votes Labour so he just votes Labour and like that's that I feel like that is a lot less common now and I feel like people are using a lot more critical thinking whilst trying to work out who they want to vote for but the issue with that is because of the amount of propaganda that's out there people's critical thinking is being skewed because everyone's trying to analyse what the correct articles are and it's just impossible so I mean admittedly everyone would have gotten something wrong like even like me and you would have gotten something wrong we would have read articles about the opposite the opposition leader and we would have been like oh well what an ass and then five minutes later it's like well that's not true but it's already had the effect on us that's the thing like I'm not going to turn around and say I'm a hardcore Labour voter I'm not going to turn around and say I'm a hardcore Tory voter mm. because at the end of the day I'm going to vote for who suits my needs at that time yeah. of the vote. And I feel like a lot of people are doing that now. Which is fair enough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, say, for example, someone could be setting up a business, right? Mm. Labour, you've got to be, you've got to agree that Labour is not 
it's for business people. You know, it's for the working class. Tories are more for businesses because they're more for, like, obviously wealth. I, I mean, I can kind of agree, but I feel like that attitude in the first place is the reason why it's never going to change. It's like, so you, you have to agree. And it's like, what? Because they're, like, in my head, they're taking money out. They'll be taking money out of, like, the 1% and giving it to, like, the thing. So I wouldn't affect like 99% of people because 99% of people haven't got 1 billion in the bank you yeah know exactly I mean? so that 99% of people will vote for what's best for them do you know what I mean and I think that how I see it is it's your vote you vote for what's best for you like people are going oh vote for the many not the few it's like vote for you people don't know what's best for them though <laughs> they've just been brainwashed and they're thinking what's best for them and that's why Blythe has become Tory like yeah, I know. Like, come on. That is madness. Like, it's it, it's blatantly obvious what Blythe needs. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it, but like everyone, like it's a, a blind man and a galloping horse without a head could find out what Blythe needs to prosper, and it's not it's not Tories, but they think that they need Tories because Corbyn's an IRA sympathiser. Ooh. Do you know what it is? Though at the end of the day, I just think I fucked either way. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Sean. I mean, you're on the same page. For different though. reasons, for different reasons, obviously, but in the way of the world. I want to talk about uni students. Oh, damn, yeah. Forgot about that one, Cameron, because this is a big one. Yeah. It's massive. So I've seen on social media, mainly Twitter, that university students have been deleted from the electoral register. It's not good, like, I mean, according to this, hun- like, I'm, I'm on the Independence website now. Hundreds of students could be denied to vote after registration errors, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, technically speaking, you have two addresses. Halls of residence or a flat mm. and your home address, because it's obviously halls of residence is not your permanent address. Mm. So it's not your official address. So, basically, the rank being like, oh, am I registered? Have I got a pollen card? Yes, blah, 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 blah. It's all been confirmed. They go down with their card to vote. This Obviously, if I don't know if you've been in a polling station before, but obviously you go to a desk, you see mm. your name and your address and you get crossed off, <laughs> right? But no, it is, it's like that. And then um, they give you a sheet or they go, right, OK, that's fine, you go vote. You put it in and then you put it in the box. Right, and then that's it sealed, done. You've done your vote, right? So, so many students have gone to the polling station to be like, I'm here to vote. What's your address? What's your name? You're not on there. They've been deleted from the register. That is a bit of a joke, to be fair. Um, I don't know. Like, that, obviously, if you've gone through all the troubles to vote and gone through all the, like, the stringent procedures, because that's frustrating, and then you get there, and then you find out that you cannot because of a, like, a, like a mictate, it would just... I don't know, like, the people who've been alienated, like, the uni students who have been alienated from casting their votes, like, how... These people ain't going to vote again. These people... Well, I mean, they may, they might, but it's been... It's quite a discouragement. Like, people are actively trying to um, make a difference and then they're actively being turned away because it's a shit system. But what was the percentage that you said of 18 to 29 new olds voting? I think it was, like, 15%, maybe 20%. But how can we vote if we've been denied the right to vote? Yeah. So maybe that's in correlation. I'm seeing the correlation here. Yeah. 
so people are like, is it rigged? Is it rigged? Because obviously everyone knows that the young people are going to go to Labour. I don't think enough young people will vote. They're not politically charged enough. Trust me. Even so, we don't have, we don't have the right of vote anymore. Yeah. We've, been, <laughs> we've been denied. It's um, like, I feel like within young people now, a culture has been fostered whereby no one actually cares what's going on upstairs. Obviously, people care to an extent, but it gets to the stage where the world's fucked up, like this fucked anyway, and it doesn't seem like anything's getting better, and every week there's another bombing, and every week there's another climate emergency. It's just like, oh, what, so you guys are going to try and cut austerity, are you? Yeah, it's going to work. Like, It's just like, how are you going to come in and then be like, oh yeah, my my first thing on my thing is to add, my first job on my list is, right, I'm going to bring in a thousand more police officers. What, are they going to shoot pepper spray at the environment? Yeah. Like, there's not much people can do here. It's, um, I think it's, rather than relying on politicians, this is a call to action, by the way, rather than relying on politicians, people have just got to butt their own ideas up and sort their shit out. Well, I was talking to someone upstairs, I can't remember who it was. I wasn't going to name to any of it, but I, I can't even remember who I was talking to. And we were talking about politicians and basically how much bullshit they speak. And they made a point that Donald Trump was not a politician when he went up for presidential election. Yeah. And... What we realised was, in a good few years, there may not even be any politicians there, but we could be potentially voting for celebrities. Yeah. He'll joking around saying, oh, can you for 2020? But that is genuinely what could happen in the future. Like, mm. we could be voting for celebrities, not politicians. It um, it's Imagine. Not, it's not even vote, like... I I don't even see them. I'm I'm voting for a set of views. If a celebrity's got a good has got a good set of views and he knows his way around them, then it would make sense. You know what I mean? But that put in perspective of that like that is how much power celebrities are going to have in the future. Mm. Like I wouldn't. It it also depends what this celebrity, in air quotes, would like who they would be. Like I'm not gonna vote for a retired footballer. You know what I mean? Vote for me, you get 10 grand a week. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, the only people... That, like, Donald Trump was voted because he's business-minded and they wanted, like, a business-minded thing. He's that done was, well. I'm going to yeah. give him it. Like, he's... He's... Business side, he's done insane. On the public relations and foreign relations side, he's literally put them back to the Stone Ages. So, it is... It, it's like... It's tit for tat. None of them would have expected him to do so well with the business, but they also wouldn't wouldn't have expected him to do so bad with, like, foreign relations. The only thing that I can say that I'm impressed that he's done is somewhat smooth over with North Korea. Yeah. But even then, it seems like it smells like fish. You're like, hmm, oh, right. So the country with the most nukes in the world is becoming best mates with the country with the other most nukes in the world. Oh, right. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and it, when you think about it like that, you're like, oh, no. Let's break up this politics podcast with the dictionary game. You love the dictionary game, don't you? I do, because we always get on these mad tangents about crazy serious things, and then I can just turn around and be like, right, let's get out the slang. <laughs> North versus South, you know what we're about. That's our new jingle. <laughs> right, so I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to let you start. Go on. 
So, right. First of all, I thought I should have started this in the first episode, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm seeing here, right, this is the Macken Dictionary. But Cameron Ryan, do you know what Macken, what it's slang for? Believe it or not, it's because you used to make the ships. Because you used to mac them. Make them. In Newcastle, used to tack them. Fucking Geordies. <laughs> we I bet you didn't expect me to know the answer to that. I didn't know. No. <laughs> I'll give you it. I'll give you two points for that because that was a, that was a drill. <laughs> oh, it's um just by chance that I knew because I was intrigued once because obviously I'm living up here and you get yeah. Mackums, you got Geordies, you two hate each other so much. I was like, I'm kind of intrigued to see what these words mean. You know what I mean? And then I I found out and then I saw they we Mackum they tack them and that's what, that's what I saw in it. And I was like, as if no way yeah. that that's the thing. That's why we call them Mackums. Because we'll mack them. And then they tack them. <laughs> they take our glory. Oh, man. I've started off nice and easy. I feel like you're going to get this one. Well, actually, I know for a fact that you're going to get this one straight away. Okay. Wagwan. I'm not going to get this one because, right, I don't know what it means, but I know how to use it in a sentence. What is it? Right. I'll give you a clue. What does it sound like? Wagwan. N- number one? No, no, no. Hmm. Wagwan. Yeah, Wagwan. Uh, um, another way that I said, what's guanin? Happening. What's happening? Yeah, it's it's an abbreviation of what's going on. Wagwan. What's going on? I can hear it now that you've said it. What's guanin? What's going on? Oh my god. Wagwan. It's one of them where it's like once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Wagwan. What's going on? Wagwan. Yes. What's guanin? What's guan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I well, like that's that word. why you always say that. Yeah. Oh, and they'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> oh, now you're on the like, well, oh, work on. What are you saying? And everyone's like, eh? <laughs> like, okay, hi, you all right? <laughs> now I'm going to tell you what's going on. Now, now, now she knows. Right, this one. Clears. Clears? Clears. C-L-A-Y-S. C-L-A-Y-S, yes. I mean... I want to say, I want It's going to be something that's made out of clay. Am I? Am I right? Is it something that's like common that's made out of clay? It's. Is it completely unrelated to clay? Clay's just the name. Oh, I won't get it then. I've got. I've never heard it before. So you will have if I put it in a sentence. Once I put it in a sentence. Go on, sentence it for us and see if I can do it. Get your clays on. Shoes. No. Gloves. <laughs> You're just gonna go through. Yeah, items. I've got no idea. It's just clothes. Oh. Uh, Get your clothes on. Get your clothes on. Your clothes. Oh, sorry. Oh, ugh. <laughs> your clothes. Your clothes. How are you, man? Get your clothes on. We're getting out. There you go. Yeah, you go, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so bad. No, but that we say that. No, no, no. I, when I say bad, I don't mean bad yeah, as in no, bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never would have gotten that. Yeah. Like clays. I'm thinking like actual clay and it's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but can you see why? Yeah, because it's like clays. Yeah. That's funny, man. <laughs> I mean, I think that you may have heard me use this one. Gattered. Gutted. No, no, no. Oh, like annoying. No, I thought that you'd get this one, you know. Gattered. G A double T E R E D. Oh, I thought you were saying gutted. No. I thought it was your accent, sorry. <laughs> no. I'll spell it for you. G A double T E R E D. Gattered. Gattered. Can you put it in a sentence? 
I'll fit on the spot here. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking around, yeah. I was absolutely gattered. Laggard. Like tired. No. Um, and it, I, I don't know how to give. I don't know how to say this without giving the game away. Just tell us the answer, Tyler. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the really obvious clue, and then you should be able to get it from okay. this. Um, I, I was out in the town last night. I came home. I was absolutely oh, gattered. Drunk. Yeah. Alright. Do you know what I, I don't know what they say tired or drunk, but I thought why would people walk around drunk? But then I thought you didn't see it in the town. Yeah. The but town. as soon as I say town you get it. That's why yeah. I didn't want to say that. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah, but I'll I'll warn you, me three after that like those two were starting off easy, me three after I'll be I'll be I'll be impressed if you get it like. Right, this one. There's two, isn't it? Either Raji, Raj or Raj Packet. This is a word that I use in my common life quite a lot. It's a word that I've adopted. I don't know if I am using it correctly. I don't think I've got the quite definite definition. However, what I know it is is mad, mental, crazy. Like if someone's a rag packet, they're just a mental guy. Like they're just like running around having a great time. Like, who are you? Who are you? I'm fucking rag packet. Yeah, Oh, you're a little rudgy mate. Right, absolute fucking nutter. <laughs> nutter yeah. butter. Right. Nutter. I like I, I like that I got that one. I mean, uh, I, I'm happy. Ooh, I've, I'm, I've done well today. We've got Macam, we've got Raggy. Right then. What are you doing, Charlotte? If if you're on the chirps or you're chirpsing. Drinking. No, if I'm oh. if, I, if I'm out on the chirps or if I'm chirpsing. Out on the drink. No. It's. Oh, out on the pull. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out on the chirps. Man's chirpsing. Like, if you were down south and a boy started chatting you up, he'd be chirpsing you. That makes sense. Chirping birds. Yeah. Is it, is that, does it go hand in hand? Probably, yeah. yeah like probably. you're chirpsing off a bird, isn't it? Fair enough, fair enough. Right, this one. Now, right, it's got a meaning on social media worldwide, but it doesn't mean it's here, right? Right. Clout. Ah, aha. Uh-huh. I actually think I know this one. Go on then. Yeah. <coughs> is, it, is, is it when you knock someone out? You, you, you punch them, you hurt them. I mean... You give them a clout. Just a hit would do, like, because I, mean, I don't think your man would ever actually punch us. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like hit, like, like I'll clout you. <laughs> yeah, well done. Oh, your boy C. Drew's on it, mate. But I wouldn't see a punch. This is, The next one's really hard, though. If you get this... Oh. Is it? Oh man, I'll, I'll try and mentally prepare myself whilst you think of the answer to this one. The Jakes. The Jakes? The Jakes. J A K E S. I don't know spell Jakes, thanks very much. <laughs> I don't know, could it have been spelled weird? <laughs> Stephen, step in. <laughs> step in. Um, the Jakes. Can I have it in a sentence? It's one of those ones where I feel like if I give it to you in a sentence, you run away. No, you'll get it straight away. Uh, the Jakes. Uh, mine's on lookout for the Jakes. The girls. No. So what would man's be on lookout for? <laughs> you gotta be a. You, you gotta be careful of them Jakes. Don't get don't get caught by them Jakes. Oh, the police. Ooh. Yeah. The Jakes. The Jakes. Why do you call them the Jakes? I'm not sure, but I know that I know for a fact that it's like I've heard bare people down south. Like when I was down south, it was Feds and Jakes and Gabbers. Oh, but I've just like ruined two of the words for the dictionary game that I could have used: Feds and Gabbers. Damn. I'll probably forget normally. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, give us your hard one. I'm intrigued. 
Sand Dancer. And I know this, but I don't. I, I, I've heard it. It's someone from like Seaburn or something. It's someone from a place. What's the place? I don't know, but I know it's it, it's a, it's people who are from a specific place in the northeast. I don't know whether it's at Hartlepool. No, I won't get it. South Shields. Oh damn. They're sand dancers. I, like I knew I, I knew that, but I, I, as if I knew that, but I didn't. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm still kind of impressed that I remembered that it's the name of a group of people. I'll take yeah. that. I'll give you half a point. Uh, happy days, I'll give right. You half a point. Incoming, right. Tonk. Tonk. T-O-N-K. Is it like an idiot? No. Like your tonk? No. Sorry. It's not, it's not like you wouldn't, you wouldn't call someone a tonk. You would say that someone is tonk. Do you get me? Is it negative or positive? I don't want to give. I don't like. I don't want to give the game away. Like, have you got any idea, like whatsoever? Because if you don't, I'll give you the negative positive. Tongue. It's positive. It, it doesn't sound very t- positive. I would call it tongue. I'm like, excuse me, bitch. No. Tongue. I guess it's put. It, it depends on who you are. Like, it can be like it's ninety nine percent of the time it's positive. I'd say. Does it just mean like? Mint like nice. No, no, it's got an actual meaning. Like it's some. Can it be in a sentence? Mm. Oh man, this winter I'm this winter I'm trying to get tonk. What did you say? This winter I'm trying to get tonk. I, I don't have muscular, to. built, getting tonk. Right, let's move on, because <laughs> that, that just doesn't make any sense. No, it's true. That's, that's what it means. Like, if you're getting tonk, then you're built. Like, go and get tonk in the gym. I mean, me, personally, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, people do. <laughs> I'll vouch for them. Right. Today is Friday the 13th. <laughs> Ow, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky season was two months ago, Cameron. <laughs> I'm scared. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. I, I've always been a bit, a little bit superstitious, right? But nothing too bad has ever happened to me on Friday the Thirteenth. Hitting with a touch wood. So, like, I mean, as I said that, I dropped my phone. But yeah. Bad but, luck's already on your way, Cam Dog. No, but See, Drew. Bloody Cam Dog. Have you heard? Have you heard this chick from the northeast called me Cam Dog? <laughs> Do you know what it is? I seen your name was C Drew and I was like, hey, come dog. I thought it was like the same thing. C to the D to the R O O. No, that it's me when I steal that show. <laughs> Wish I had a talent. Um, I mean, you do really. It's a it's a radio talent. It's you- talking. <laughs> yeah. Your talent child is talking. <laughs> now, um, so I've tried a thirteen. So. I mean, people tend to go and watch horror movies on Friday the Thirteenth, right? Why would you do that? I don't. Sense? I don't think like I, I don't like. Number one, I don't like horrors. Number two, it's Christmas time. Number three, dead that. It's just boring. Like, I don't know. Friday the Thirteenth seems like one of the most pointless things. I don't like. I'm not actually sure why it exists as like a scary thing. Should we find out? Well, are we ready? Yeah. The superstition surrounding this day may have arisen in the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus, Last Supper and Crucifixion, in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room on the 13th of the Nissan Maundy 
Thursday, the night before his death on Good Friday. So it's a religious thing, apparently. A religious thing? Because Jesus died on the Friday, and there were 13 disciples, and the 13th one was the one who dobbed him in. Judas. I know. I just think I should have known that. Well, I mean... I went to Catholic school. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I also went to a Catholic school and I didn't know that. Like, obviously, I, I know that story, but I didn't yeah. know that was why Friday the 13th exists. I thought I had something to do with black cats and stuff. I'll tell you what, right? This is a really random point that is not related to what we're talking about. It is somewhat, but it's not related to our podcast in the slightest, but I'm going to make it anyway. You know, in the Bible, right? Because you went to a Catholic school, you'll somewhat understand this. There's that story about how, like, God sent the plagues down to bloody Egypt to kill all the firstborn sons of everyone and then like the Jews had to like put lamb's blood on their door to stop the plague going into their gaff. What? What? So this guy, like this God that everyone's following came down and just murdered a load of kids. What? It's madness. By the look in your face you do not remember this story. Do you not remember the 13 plagues when like God made it rain frogs and stuff? I'm Googling it. Yeah. Um, Certain so, plagues of Egypt. Yeah, plagues of, the plagues of Egypt. It was just a 10 disasters, wasn't it? Huh? It was like 10 disasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, God took the firstborn of every of every Egyptian like person. Like, I remember reading that being like, Jesus, I don't want to be part of that religion. Christ almighty. Never take my fucking head off, mate. I'm not a fan. I never was, never have been. <laughs> I fucking love your accent. <laughs> it's so funny. Jesus, no. I feel like one day you should just do a podcast just talking like that. It's like, so basically, right, my name's Cam and I'm coming in with my accent to try and teach you all a lesson. Do you know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> do you know what you sound like? Who? Mickey Flanagan. <laughs> I'm a busy man, walking around, talking about, you know what I mean? You know, like, sometimes when you're, sometimes when you're a bat and, you, and you're walking and talking about and you're a quite a busy man, you've got to do, you got to do what you, what's, what's, what's expected of you. Do you know what I mean? you got to, like, you got to do your cockney walk and your cockney talk. I'm not quite cockney, though. I'm, I'm from Kent, but, like, the accent carries over and I like it. I can just do Ant and Dev. You're doing great, you're doing great. <laughs> What are we doing accents like? What well, our own accents? <laughs> are we? Right, can you do a southern accent? That's the no. question. Or go on, try it. I'll, I'll I'll do northern first if you want. Because you can do the northern accent. You've been living up north. Are we? Yeah, we. <laughs> that doesn't. Shut up. <laughs> Oi, shut up. Oi, no. Shut up. Oi, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, you got. There's a W there. You got to talk. Like as it, as it, yeah, there's a prop. No, no, you're going tall. There's a talk, like talking, talk. Wow, you're peeking so much. Not too loud. Sorry, I forgot. Thank you. My bad. That's the thing about our podcast. We forget we're actually recording this. <laughs> I'm not even wearing the earphones. <laughs> Oops. No, um, but yeah, like accents are great. My favourite accent in the world is Australian purely because it's actually quite close to Southern, like Kent. Like, I don't have to do much to change my accent into Australians. Like, you what, mate? You what, mate? You smart. You what, mate? Like, th- the sounds are fairly similar. 
you out there, girl? You out there, Matt? Yes, Matt. I'm going to go down. Fucking throw shrimp, throw shrimp on the barbie, Matt. Fucking just head down, Matt. I think I can't do a Scottish accent, but I feel like my accent's quite close oh. to the Scottish accent. Like crass, with a packet of clasps. Alright, alright, wait a show off. No, the only reason I'm doing that right is because I went, and I hope that he listens to this, the chances of him actually listening to are really low. I can't do a Scottish accent. I asked my pal Chris how to do a Scottish accent. Who's Scottish? He's like, you got to roll your R's. So, it's not a packet of crasps. It's a packet of crasps. It's not crass. It's crass. My favourite Scottish word is a jobby. 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 Yeah. It's a Scottish word that means shit. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, man. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. I, I reckon anyone from any of the areas that we've just taken the piss out of with accents are just no longer going to listen to us. We're not taking the piss because you've done a good at job. It's an impersonation. We're not taking the piss. We are, we are culturally appropriating. We are impersonating and it's different. Yeah, pretty much. We're not being nasty about the place. I fucking love Scotland. Yeah. They are top notch. Scottish patter is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Wait, speaking of Scotland, right? You know, I told you I was speaking to that Chris lad about, at, at this party. I was speaking to him about um, the derbies. Like, you know how there's the old firm? And um, do, you know what, do you know what the old firm is? You know Celtic Rangers, how they hate each other? Right, so basically, <laughs> I'll give you a small, like, brief description there's a team called Celtic there's a team called Rangers in Scotland right they're the two biggest teams in Scotland I could, like if there's any Scot- Scotsman listening to me I'm gonna profusely apologise for getting this wrong if I do but if I remember Celtic is Catholic I think right don't stab me any Scots if I got this wrong and Rangers is Protestant and they're the two biggest teams in the country as well so they've got the biggest rivalry um, and like Chris was telling us, if I, if you ever go to Scotland and someone asks you who you support, do not say Celtic or do not say Rangers, because you could get stabbed. Like you could like high chance of getting stabbed. He was like, because it's not just a football rivalry; it's like religion on religion, and it's like something that's been deep seated in like their culture for like years on years. See, like Newcastle and Sunderland mm. aren't just a football rivalry. But I mean, we wouldn't. We, well, I would take the piss, basically. Yeah. Like, oh, you support Newcastle, hurt, would you fucking dare? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I would never go that far as to, like, hurt people. Cause not, obviously, that's Like, trust serious. me, these people, like, of course, like, he, he was deadly serious when he was telling me this. He was like, I'm not joking. No, I'm not going to do the accent, my apologies. That was He's more like, Geordie, that. I'm not joking, but that's what he was saying. He's like, you say that you support Motherwell if you're in Scotland, say that you support Aberdeen. You don't support Celtic. You don't support Rangers unless you like the feeling of knives in your guts. I was like, Christ almighty. So I'm kind of scared to go to Scotland nowadays. Like, Someone tell you support Celtic. <laughs> yeah. Or Rangers. I'd be like, Chav, your boy supports bloody hearts. What can you do? Who do you support? Celtics or Rangers? I don't know either of them. <laughs> Who are they? Like, Sorry, I don't smoke Celtic. Oh, no, that is madness. It is. That's scary. But, I mean, with our name being North versus South, I feel like it would be, it would only be fitting to talk about some Southern rivalries, and you've got the Arsenal-Spurs rivalry, and that, when it comes down to it, it's fairly tame. Like, I'm an Arsenal fan, and I'll freely admit it's tame compared to some of the rivalries up here. I think the only team, right, the only team, one of the only teams that I can safely say were hard as nails from the South were Millwall. You heard of Millwall? 
Ooh. Milk, Jesus, like they are known to like you do not want to go to Millwall. Hold on, Millwall. But while you're doing that, um, Newcastle versus Sunderland. I was actually like, obviously, I know of the rivalry because it's been from here, and obviously, it's massive here. It's so big. What surprised me was one weekend I went to Liverpool. Uh, I went to Liverpool. I went to Liverpool. I went to London with my friends and with my friends, sorry, and her parents. And we're on the Citroen buses, the double deckers with the um, the roof off and stuff. And um, I was going past some pubs. I was we're on the tour. And they were advertising Newcastle versus Sunderland. They had like billboards, they had like trailers and stuff, like TV, showing it and stuff. And I was so surprised because to me it's like, obviously Newcastle versus Sunderland is massive because obviously it's our derby. But I didn't realise it was that big because something like the South are playing it. My way to liken that to us is, you know when you're up here and say if you saw, I don't know, City United being advertised or Spurs Arsenal being advertised or something like that like you wouldn't be surprised at seeing that would you because it's a derby in the Premier League that you, like people want to see see that's the thing I didn't at the, like before then I didn't see like them advertised as like um, derbies up here I thought they would advertise oh, new, a Sunderland's not playing so here's an alternative match mm. I didn't realise they were all derbies and they were being advertised no big derbies yeah yeah, yeah. I used City Man United up because it's obvious they're both Manchester yeah. or um, United and Liverpool, but it just shocked us. Well, you should be proud because the North has got a further. Tony, you're on first. Sorry. Tony, you're on first before you start talking. <laughs> no, I uh, I'm actually planning on um, doing the rest of the podcast like this. So, um, basically, you're gonna make me yawn. Don't do next, that. The next thing I was gonna talk about was. Uh, 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 you just made me yawn. <laughs> Yawning is contagious, Cameron. <laughs> My eyes are watering now. It's the yawning podcast. <laughs> we have just discovered on air, kind not on air, but like as on air, we've just discovered that yawning is in fact contagious. Yeah. In the morning when I'm yawning, I put my all in. Like, it's it's just a fact. In the morning when I'm yawning... I put my all in. Oh! 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 Keep going, keep going. In the morning when I'm yawning, I put my all in. Spitting bars from it's my calling. Might spray without warning. I'm not falling, never stalling. And I'm just walking, enemies crawling. Can you Mason. feel that cloud storming? What? Oh! 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 Your voice, Cedar, is just falling. Right. I feel like that's a good way to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. <clears throat> yeah, mate. Um, what's it? My super hot fire mixtape will be out soon. It's called Yawning in the Morning. <laughs> I'm his manager, so get in touch with me if you wanted for Radio 1. <laughs> <laughs> Christ almighty. Right. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back same time next week. And we are, we're out. Bye.